Hey everyone, welcome back to the With Love Alina podcast, where if you are new here, I talk about everything I wish I knew before college, which was a lot. And today, I am super excited about this episode. I have one of my best friends on today. Her name's Miranda, and we are talking about therapy. Miranda and I have both been in therapy for quite a while, and we talk about the benefits to all of our friends, how much it has helped us, and how much it's truly changed our lives. And we have a really great conversation, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. So without any further ado, here we go. Miranda. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really tired. Me too. It's been a crazy day, but we're recording a podcast on our lunch break. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for the commitment mm-hmm. because not many people would have it. <laughs> so, for a question, it's question number 40. What's your favorite movie of all time? Which is very difficult, and I don't know if I have an answer, but it's I think a hard you. question. It's a very serious question. <laughs> I. <laughs> I have two favorite movies, and I can't Uh pick between them. They're very different. Uh The first one is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Special place in my heart. Just Mm -hmm. won all the Oscars, all the awards. Just won all the awards. so good. And then my other one is Moulin Rouge. It's the theater kid in me that loves that movie. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. How about you? I think I really like my, like, Disney animation side is Inside Out and Zootopia. Mm -hmm. Those are Mm -hmm. two of my favorites. And then, I don't know why... But Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite <laughs> movies. It was one of the no, first it's a good movie. It's a good movie where Scary. I I did not expect any of the ending at oh. all. And also, I, I just love the actors in it. They're it's a good so movie. Good. It's a crazy movie, but it's good. It's if you don't expecting. like horror, then you aren't going yeah, to like. Don't suggest. It's a little scary. It's really scary, but it's I really like the acting in it. So yeah, nice. that's mine. But today, we're talking about therapy, everyone's favorite topic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My first question is, when did you start going to therapy, and do you think it would have helped you to start going earlier? Yeah, I started going to therapy probably about a year ago, so Mm -hmm. it's more recent for me. Um, I think it totally would have helped me to start going earlier. (laughs) I always say, like, everyone can benefit from therapy. Mm-hmm. It's just great to be able to process things with somebody, like, from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it would have been great for me to start earlier, but I'm glad that I started. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're a year in now. That's great. Yeah, how about I you? started, like, two years ago, but I've been kind of off and on. Like, mm-hmm. I've also switched therapists a lot, which hasn't helped a ton, just going from school to home. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of therapists can't do it across state lines so even if you're on zoom Mm -hmm. yeah which I didn't know that so I started with a therapist in Illinois and then Mm -hmm. whenever I moved back to school I had to find like somebody else so I've switched a ton which hasn't been great but I have been going for probably like a year and a half two years now and I think I could have benefited to go sooner I didn't have as many problems as I do now back in the day (laughs) (laughs) but I I probably could have gone because I'm like very anxious and I think mm-hmm. it would have helped my anxiety to go when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But um, it kind of came out of necessity. So yeah, I'm, I feel like I started at the right time. Yeah, I think. Also, you don't need problems to go to therapy. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> insinuated. <I'm just> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I just yeah. I'm like, listener, therapy is for everyone. <laughs> yeah, therapy is for everyone. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's not, I'm not the type of person who's like, everyone needs to go to therapy. I'm like a bad person or anything, but it's so helpful, especially just knowing that I'm going to have the time once a week to talk about all the craziness. Mm -hmm. It's easier to put it away in the meantime. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. to just know that I'm going to be able to talk about it later. Whereas if I wasn't in therapy, I would just get bottled up. Yeah. It would get bottled up and, or I would just like feel like I had to process it right now because Mm -hmm. I won't have that time later. Yeah. What are some changes you've seen in your life since you started to going, since you started going to therapy? Oh, I think my coping mechanisms are much better. Mm -hmm. Um, just much healthier. Not that I'm better or worse, but I'm like kinder to myself when it comes to those coping mechanisms. And I found ways to cope with certain things in just much like more helpful ways than, like, Mm (laughs) self-destructive, which is good. Yeah. Um, Also, I think that I can... It's interesting that now that I can, like, talk to a therapist and the therapist can point out certain behaviors that I have or certain, like, connections, then I can kind of start to do that, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, say I'm feeling this certain way about something in the past at a random moment in the day. Mm -hmm. I can be like, well, I'm probably feeling this because of this, and I'm okay. You know, kind of being able to talk myself through some of those things, Mm -hmm. um, which is helpful because sometimes that can happen. Um, and I think, yeah, it's like you said, having a specific time to process makes it seem much easier in your everyday life because then you're not feeling like, okay, what am I going to talk about this? Like, let's just keep it stored up. But then there's a crazy, you never know. So I think it's just helped me carry things in like a lighter way. Makes it seem like it's not all on me. Yeah. Which is nice. I think also having somebody tell me that these things are normal and that I'm not crazy is so nice Mm -hmm. because you talk to things to your therapist that you don't always talk to just other people about Mm -hmm. and not everyone is going through the same things you are, but your therapist has seen so many people with so many different problems. They're like, Oh, this is normal for a person like with anxiety or this is normal for a person with whatever it is. And that's just so reassuring to hear and realizing that you're not just the only one or you're not crazy. We love affirmations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just it's helped me build up my confidence a ton because just knowing that you aren't crazy is super reassuring and nice. And um, just talking through things. I think my therapist right now is also she doesn't let me ever say anything like negative about myself very much. Yeah. Which is just it was a nice little wake up call to realize like, oh, I probably shouldn't be talking about myself in that way. Yeah. And so all of those things, like the positive self-talk, all just helps with my confidence. Mm-hmm. And I just learned coping skills as well because it's like jumping into a pool and not knowing how to swim is like having like anxiety or a problem that you don't know how to cope mm-hmm. with. And so once you act, someone actually teaches you how to swim, then you're fine. Yeah. And you can swim. And you can swim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I true. saw, um, it was Taylor Tomlinson's comedy special. I know you mm-hmm. know that I love Taylor Thompson she talks she has bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. she talks about her medicine that she takes as arm floaties Mm -hmm. and she's like it's not fair of you to know that you can't swim jump into a pool without arm floaties and expect someone to save you yeah and I was like you know that's a fair point Mm -hmm. because if you like know that you have a certain mental health problem yeah it's not fair to just it ends up you're not going to be able to fix it yourself and you're going to end up in the deep end. In the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Trying to have someone, like, help you and fix you and 
That's not good. She made totally. some, hers was some bit about how she turned some man into an arm floaty, but. Oh, it, I see. Yeah, I yes, see. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but coping mechanisms. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Confidence, learning so many different coping skills and just feeling like I'm learning how to be a better human being mentally. Yeah. Being kind to yourself. Yeah. Recently, my therapist is having me do like self-parenting. So like mm. she has me pull out a picture of me when I was little. Oh. And I'm, <laughs> I'm really bad when it comes to, um, you know, really being critical about myself mm-hmm. not saying nice things about myself. Yeah. And so she has me pull out the picture of little Miranda. Oh. And I'm like, I would never say any of these things Yeah. about little Miranda. Uh-huh. So I should not say those things about myself. Yeah. You know, it's been that's, helpful. That's a really good exercise, especially yeah. when... I've heard it used a lot with, like, eating problems and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like, would you ever talk about this little kiddo the way that you talk about yourself? No. Exactly. Yeah. How long did it take you to start seeing some of these, like, significant changes from therapy that Mm. we talked about? That's a good question. I think I probably started to notice a change probably after the first few months. Mm -hmm. The kind of therapy that I started with was, like, on the more like intense side of therapy mm-hmm. though because I was going to EMDR yeah and so it now that I'm just doing like talk therapy I feel like and since I've done all the hard stuff mm-hmm. I'm like oh I can totally see the change but I think when you're going through you know having to bring things up from the past and like process all that sometimes it can just feel like nothing's working mm-hmm. even though it is and sometimes you just don't see it yeah but I definitely started to notice like a few months in just in like simple ways um yeah, it's all like quiet stuff. Like there's certain things I wasn't thinking about as much or I wasn't feeling super anxious going like about, like, about things that I always did. Mm-hmm. Just like small things like that. And now I can definitely see a difference from like, like when you look me back. now to a year ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very thankful for where we are now. Yeah, it's not going to be a super quick thing. Yeah. Especially like mental health takes so much time mm-hmm. and it sucks. Yeah. Um, But... It, and I'm the type of person who's like, I want to be completely fixed right now. Me and too. I'm going to read every book and go yeah. to therapy a million times a week and do all these things so that I'm like perfectly and fine. Mm-hmm. And my therapist, she told me the other day, she's like, Elena, what if we, <laughs> what if we stop trying to be a perfectionist about our mental health? And yeah. we <laughs> just gave ourselves yeah. some grace mm-hmm. because I, I tend to do that with a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. if I feel like I'm not doing as well singing, I'll be like, I'm going to go to the practice room three hours oh, every day this too. week and until it's perfect and in reality that's not helping you it's that not much. helping no. you <laughs> and you can't speed up some of these things that yeah, take no, so much time there's no finish line too i think that's what i've had to learn mm-hmm. with therapy because now since i don't know since i'm going to therapy for like a year now everything that i talk about is very different mm-hmm. and like um very different like even every week so what i'm talking about now is super different than what i was talking about a year ago so we're kind of peeling back all those layers. But I think I feel the same. I'm like, well, if I could just, like, be normal like everyone else. But yeah. also in reality, there's no such thing as yes. normal, yeah, too. Yeah, we've talked about that, But, too. yeah, there's no finish line. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, okay, well, at some point, I'm just going to be great, mm-hmm. you know? And that's yeah. okay. Like, life keeps going on. Therapy is just there to help you as life continues to go on. Yeah. And that's, that's hard for me to, like, figure out, too. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're just going to keep going. That's something I was talking about the other day because I got something like made me really upset and anxious. And I was just like, when 
when am I going to be able to like deal with these things and not get super anxious about it? And she's like, maybe never. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, that was hard to hear. Yeah. But things get easier, but you're not, there's not like a little checklist of things you can do. Exactly. So that, which is what I want. I want a yeah. checklist of things I can do and yeah. it's just not, not going to happen. That's how it is. Yeah. That's not going to That's happen. okay. And it's going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I'm obviously still learning this as I, you can tell by my anger about <laughs> speaking that there's no checklist, but it's, it just takes so much more time than you think it will. Yeah. And it's very abstract too. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not like, a, it's like you said, like you can get exercises and like things that you can do to help like throughout the week, but it's not like your therapist is going to be like, you're going to do this, 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 and this, and you're mm-hmm. going to feel this. Yeah. You know, it's a fluctuating kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to someone who's thinking about going to therapy? I would say you should go. (laughs) I'm like, I think I was so scared to go to therapy for a long time because there can be like stigma around it. And in Mm -hmm. the household I grew up in, there was so much stigma around it. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you don't go to therapy unless there's something really wrong with you, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I think for a long time I was like, well, there's something wrong with me, (laughs) you know, like, well, I'm like fine. Mm -hmm. And she's not fine and that's okay yeah but literally because I think like mental illness mental health all those things is can be super stigmatized but it's like if you sprained your ankle or you broke your ankle you'd go to the doctor Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing yeah like if you feel if you're feeling stuff it's okay to go in and get help yeah and that's the first thing it's okay to get help and you will get help and And there's nothing wrong with you it's not there's nothing wrong no no, it's just learning how to carry things mm-hmm. in more healthy ways than we are so we don't feel like we're sinking all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, do it. It's, And you don't have to talk about – this is the other thing. You get to lead your therapy sessions. Yeah. Because I think some people, too, feel scared to go in because they want to talk about certain things. And you yeah. don't have to talk about certain things with your therapist. You could literally talk about how your week was going, just how mm-hmm. you're feeling in the week, and that's okay, you know? So – it's different for everyone, but I think it's a good thing to try. And yeah. Yeah. It definitely also, like, if you have the right therapist and a good therapist, like, mm-hmm. they're not going to make you feel pressure to talk yeah. about things you don't want to. Like, no. it's not, it's not scary. And mm-hmm. I, my therapist right now, she's, like, fairly close to my age. I think she's, like, 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So it's not always just going to be some, like, scary old yeah. man in no. a chair, like, staring you down while you, no, like, lay on the couch. Like, no. Yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it difficult for you to find time for therapy being in college? Yes and no. You know, college students are super busy. Our major is pretty demanding on time. Mm-hmm. And it's demanding anything with, like, art, I feel, in your degree. It takes a lot out of you emotionally, too. Mm-hmm. So... I think sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to blah, 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 And for a long time, I told myself I didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of an excuse that I made. Yeah. But if you f- want to, you will, you know? So now yeah. I find the time. And it's, like, a little complicated sometimes. Like, typically, I have therapy around, like, 9 in the morning on, like, Wednesdays before my classes. Mm-hmm. And it's it works for me, you know? Like, everything's going to be different for everybody. Um, but I think, you know... Learning to, like, prioritize, like, self-care, like, sleep, meals, therapy, all those mm-hmm. things. It's good to just try to keep it steady in your schedule. And then if you don't do it, if, like, if you miss a week or two weeks, it's really okay. Yeah. But just, you know, kind of prioritizing it definitely does help. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, if you want to find the time for it, 
you will find the time. Yeah. And I will say, though, I... You can also talk about this. We yeah. so Miranda sort of mentioned EMDR earlier. It's a mm-hmm. basically a way of processing um, traumatic things that happened to you in the past. And it puts your... The way that I describe it to people is, like, whenever something traumatic happens to you, your brain, like, rips the memory in half. And so you can't process it correct- correctly. And then EMDR, which is... Miranda just looked it up. Eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Mm-hmm. Um, it you, it's sounds really scary and crazy, but it's not. It's basically just connecting the two sides of your brain again while you think about those things and letting you reprocess the memories that you can reprocess it in a safe, healthy space and yeah. be able to put it, put the memory away. Mm-hmm. But in when you are doing something like that, it can bring up a lot of the traumatic memories that you had been storing away mm-hmm. unprocessed. And so it leads to things like like flashbacks and nightmares, and it can be yeah. hard for a while while you are doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So for this is just a very specific type of therapy anyway. Not everyone needs this, but just while we're talking yeah. about it. Um, but <laughs> I waited to do that type of therapy until I was home for the summer mm-hmm. because – I and I think I would have I'm really glad I did that because I think I would have had a really hard time doing that with school yeah so make sure that you get all of the information about yeah therapy this yeah that's not for everybody but just yeah. if that's something your therapist will let you know yeah yeah if they, and you don't have to if you don't want to do it yeah like I did it during school mm-hmm. last year and it was really hard yeah so I can imagine that yeah sounds crazy yeah Elena was around she got to see um but <laughs> Yeah, so just know most therapy that people are going to be doing is just, like, talk therapy, but, like, different things can be harder than others, and just make sure that you get all the information yeah. about what's going to be happening because I'm definitely glad that I waited until the summer mm-hmm. to do the bulk of that whenever I yeah. wasn't trying to do school at the same time. Yeah, it's also important, like, leave space after because mm-hmm. you never know exactly what's going to like, you never know what you're going to want to talk about, like, what things will lead to what in your mm-hmm. conversations and talk therapy. So, like, it's always good to, like, leave some time to, like, you know, just sit for a little bit, take yeah. a nap if you want to, go hang out with your friends. Like, everyone's going to have something that helps them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, talk therapy's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that can be hard about doing it with school is, like, this this semester I literally, I do therapy and then I go straight to another class, yeah. which is not the most ideal situation, mm-hmm. but sometimes like that's all that you that's can do. do. And I feel like, I personally think it's better than nothing, um, especially because of where I'm at now and I've been doing therapy for a while and I can mm-hmm. kind of like talk about it and then put it away and go to class. Yeah. But if you're just starting or like something crazy has happened to you, um, I would try to leave space afterwards for Totally. To have more time to, like, process things. Yes. Um, do people... Basically, is do people at school th- that you have noticed treat therapy positively, or is there, like, a stigma around it at school? That's a good question. I feel like with the people that I'm around, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people I'm close to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty normalized. Yeah. And, like, well, I'd be like, oh, yeah, my therapist, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I do think it's pretty normal for, like, another large amount of my friends, though. It's not, like, stigmatized. There's no, like, negative thoughts towards it, but they're kind of like, oh, I just don't have the time. Oh, mm-hmm. I just, you know. And that's 
The other thing is therapy can be expensive. Yes. This is another thing. The <laughs> yes. EMDR um, therapy that I was doing was far too expensive for me, so yeah. I had to stop going after a little bit. Um, but, like, our campus has great options, too, um, mm-hmm. for free therapy that's included in tuition that I found that's really great. So I totally understand, like, time is hard, money is hard, and all those things, and I think that can be a kind of block. So as long as people can know what resources are, like, out there, mm-hmm. you know? But I do have some friends that are like, well, I don't want to unpack anything, which is also okay. Yeah. Like, go at your own time. Like, we all need things in different ways. Um, but, like, if I was mentioning to my friends, like, oh, yeah, I was in therapy earlier, they wouldn't be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. are you okay? Because that's my worst nightmare. <gasps> they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I will say going along with that, I think the only, specifically in, like, our friend groups or, like, in, like, the musical theater people in general, mm-hmm. the only time that people would treat it negatively is the same way that people glorify overworking themselves and never having time to do anything when they're like so oh true. I would never have time to go like, to therapy I, didn't have I have time to eat I didn't have yeah. time to sleep yeah which Henry and I talked about it in the glorifying the grind episode but mm. um yeah that's the only time when people would be like I don't even have time for that like I only have time to go to dance class like yeah. stuff like, like that well okay well but <laughs> mostly people that we are around. I think our generation is also like the therapy generation. So yeah. Um, destigmatizing. Yeah. People yeah. that we're around usually are really good oh, about totally. it. And a lot of people go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty, yeah, pretty normal in people's day to day routine. Yeah. So I would say it's pretty, it's also encouraged because Miranda and I are both RAs as well. So they, cause yeah. we have to deal with a lot of possibly rough situations. And mm-hmm. so they really encourage RAs to go therapy as well yeah it's like if you're carrying a backpack with oh, 20 with, bricks, with in, bricks it, in it with, <laughs> with just your own bricks and this can happen not even as an art it could happen at your job it could happen in your friendships just the or your family people around you so if you already have 20 bricks in your backpack and each person every day keeps putting their bricks in yours you're gonna break your back mm-hmm. <laughs> carrying all that mm-hmm. so it's good to have a therapist help you carry your bricks. Yeah. And then you can have more space to carry other people's if it's a safe space yeah. to do so. And if you want to. Yeah. Analogy. That's a great analogy. Thank you, Res Life. Yep. Thank you, Res It was Life. in training. They usually do that in training and they actually have a backpack they and do. then they put real bricks in people's backpacks and yeah. walk around for us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the most useful piece of advice you have gotten in therapy? I think the most useful things that I, like, use in my day-to-day life are, like, specific exercises that my mm-hmm. therapist have given me. Like, that, like, um, self-parenting mm-hmm. exercise really helps me. Yeah. Um, I get super self-critical about, like, um, I don't know, eating, how I treat myself, mm-hmm. how other people see me, yeah. like, my performances, all that stuff. And that's been really helpful for me to, like, look at that. Also... Uh, my therapist gave me some specific affirmations um, that I have written down in places that I have to look at all the time in my room. Mm-hmm. And I even have noticed that it changes my outlook before I leave the door in the morning, which does help. And um, a specific exercise that really helps me is a safe space exercise. Mm-hmm. It's like you um, close your eyes and you breathe and you visualize a safe space for you. So for me, it's like the beach. So I can like 
feel the sand. I can like feel the mist on my face, hear the ocean. So when I can, when I start feeling super anxious, I'm like, okay, I can go to a place in my mind and it'll be peaceful Mm -hmm. and everything's going to, I'm okay. Yeah. So I think all those things, yeah, just things that you can kind of learn how to do that can help you when you're not in therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all been really helpful for me whenever I'm feeling super anxious at random times. So my mind tends to just like spiral really, really bad. And I have had a really hard time calming it down and just getting back into like the real world and so mine is it's kind of specific for people like with anxiety but um I have to I have learned that I need to do something that shocks my system to Mm. get my mind out of this like anxiety loop so I will the top two things that have helped me a ton are eating a super sour piece of candy Mm. which I never thought that that would work but it really does it just like wakes your brain up and that's like the top thing that my therapist recommends to everybody who has anxiety like if your mind is spiraling you just need to like shock yourself to get your brain to stop like going to the one side of your brain and connect the two yeah or I hold ice cubes in my hands and until it like is so cold and it kind of hurts and I just drop them Mm -hmm. but that also shocks my system and Mm -hmm. that's really helpful and I have a ton of other like little pieces of advice that she's given me that yeah I say all the time I can't think of them all right now but you Mm -hmm. just learn so many things and Mm -hmm. yeah that's helpful things that I'd never heard before Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any thoughts on how to stop the stigma around mental health in our world yeah it's like we've kind of talked about already like I think that we need to just get rid of the whole idea of normal Mm -hmm. and like problem and all of that Because if we think about mental illness as a problem, like, it's it's truly something that you're born with. It is truly something that is scientific, which I think a lot of people probably in older generations don't believe. Mm -hmm. But it's like I said, if you are having a heart attack, you're going to go to the emergency room, you know? If you are feeling like you're drowning, like feeling like you're anxious, Mm -hmm. you got to go get help. So I think, yeah, getting rid of the idea that mental illness means there's something wrong with you or anything like that. We just need to stop doing that because there really is nothing wrong. It's very normal. Yeah. And it's just about learning how to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. which I think is a great thing. There's nothing wrong with it. So, yeah, I think it's changing language, also like education. Yeah. Um, Because I know that when I mentioned like my grandparents, like therapy, they're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that is the family that I grew up in or like medications for anxiety they're like oh my gosh yeah so I think this generation like we talked about people our age a lot of people are in therapy right now Mm -hmm. it's very destigmatized so if we do can just continue to do that stop the cycle yeah stop the cycle exactly yeah I think the more that people are open about it and talk about it Mm -hmm. the better it's gonna be which obviously like if you're not in a place to talk about things Don't talk about them. But if you are feeling okay, like, just casually mentioning you're going to therapy or, like, just talking to other people about things. Because the more normal it seems – because you don't know who is, like, looking up to you or seeing you as someone, like, in their life who they, like, admire. And then hearing you say that Mm -hmm. you go to therapy or you have anxiety or whatever it is and Mm – you being seen as someone like they admire, then they're going to be like, oh, this is so normal. And yeah, I don't have to feel upset about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all looking for common ground. 
like as humans yeah you know strength in numbers you know mm-hmm. like you're gonna feel more confident if there's like 50 other people doing it with you you yeah. know so it's good to know that you're not alone in like anything so yeah talking about it also it's just it makes it easier too when people you care about like hey like it's not a big deal I just want to let you know I'm starting therapy like mm-hmm. if, so then they can kind of be there with you in that too yeah so. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say earlier you kind of said like if you're having a heart attack you're gonna go to the hospital yeah one of my friends mentioned that to me because I talked about like being scared to go to therapy or possibly like get on medicine for things like that she's pretty open about being on anxiety medicine and she's like um I think I said something to her about what if you never are able to get off of it like isn't that scary for you and she's like, well, if I had like a heart condition, a chronic heart condition, mm-hmm. I would just take the medicine for my whole life and yeah. no one would ever be like, when are you going to get off of it? Exactly. You know, and she's like, so I just see it in the same way as that. And that really yeah. just changed the way that I thought about that sort of thing. Like mental health problems are actual like health problems and it's not yeah. just something that we can just sweep under the rug and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. Usually I do like a little recap (laughs) of what we said (laughs) like what are our favorite things that we talked about (laughs) okay I'll just start and you can just jump in okay okay so some of the things that we want to recap is you don't have a problem and you should go to therapy Mm -hmm. if you're scared you should just go you'll find someone that you like Mm -hmm. I have not had very many bad experiences in therapy and so if you don't like it, you can always find another therapist. Yeah. You know, it's not not forceful. Try yeah. it out. You never know if it could be super helpful. But yeah, just try to go. It's The hardest part is that first appointment, for me yeah. at least. And you can do it, I promise. There's so many easy ways, too. Like, you, I do Zoom therapy now. Me, too. It's so easy, and you can don't even have to drive anywhere. And mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. So... There are a whole bunch of different types of therapy as well. Um, and your therapist will know which one will suit you best. So, yeah. Everything's going to look really different for everyone, but we're all different people, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, don't be stressed if, like, people in your life are, like, anti-therapy. It's very normal for people who are, like, our age parents and older generations to think it's crazy. That's just, like, the way that they were brought up. Mm-hmm. And so... But it's really so helpful, and if you're questioning going to therapy, you should go. Um, Miranda and I have both seen a lot of changes in our life. Since going to therapy, it's not going to be overnight. Yeah. These things are going to take a long time. You mm-hmm. can't you can't speed up the healing that you'll get just from, like, time going on. Mm-hmm. It'll look really different from time to time, too. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, if you... If he wanted to, he would. If you want to go to therapy, you will. And you should Mm -hmm. prioritize the time to do it. Just like people always say, prioritize mental health. Like, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. You need to, even if you're in college and things are crazy, like, you can find the time. Like, the first semester I started going to therapy, I would go at 8 a.m. before one of my 9 a.m. classes, which was horrible, but it's what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to put that sort of mental health first. Yeah, your well-being overall. Because... Yeah, the more that you go, the easier everything is to hold mm-hmm. as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And if you feel comfortable, talk about therapy, talk about mental health, break the stigma, mm-hmm. don't let it keep being yeah. 
the way that it is now. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone. Mm-hmm. We, we believe in you. We love you. you. <laughs> we love you so much. We love much. you. You can do it. And it'll be great. Now I am going to ask, like I ask all of my guests, Miranda, for podcast recommendations and her favorite podcasts. All right. My favorite podcasts to listen to um, are the ones I'm going to suggest. So I really <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. My two favorite podcasts to listen to, and it's been like over time, and uh-huh. they've um, really helped me. One is Feeling Asian. You can find it on the podcast app or on Spotify. Mm-hmm. They aren't putting out any new episodes, but they have so many because um, they've been putting them out for years. Mm-hmm. And they're two comedians. They talk about things like therapy. They talk about things going on in the world. Talk about um, experience as an AAPI person in America, which is super helpful for me mm-hmm. to see. Um, and then the other one is the Chosen Family podcast. You can find it, I think, also on podcasts, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I watch it on YouTube because sometimes I need to, like, have a visual. Mm-hmm. But that one's really good, talking about the LGBTQ community. It's supposed to be, like, your parents of the LGBTQ community, if you oh, could ask them questions. So that's what it is. And all comedians like super funny super fun to listen to and like very insightful heartwarming all oh those, things. those sound great i have not yeah. listened to either of those but those sound great yeah i love them uh, okay thank you so much for coming to my podcast today <laughs> of course Miranda. thanks for having me <laughs> Yay! Yay! oh my gosh i wanted to say thank you so much to miranda for being on the podcast today it was so much fun to have her And all of my guests always take some of their precious time. Today, we recorded during Miranda and I's only time to eat lunch. And so we heated up a couple of veggie chicken nuggets and scarfed them down right before we ran to a dance class. Um, But but sometimes whenever you're doing a podcast with your friends who also are in your same crazy major, that's what you got to do. But I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I think this episode has a ton of good information packed into it and... I hope that you all enjoyed this talk about therapy and that we have encouraged you to stop the stigma and either go join therapy if you have been considering it and to be more open about your mental health with your friends and family and stop the stigma. Thank you so much for listening. I have a website that you can go check out all the other episodes on at withlovealena.com. That's with love, A-L-A-I-N-A.com. I have an email list. I have places where you can ask me questions and learn more about my story. But thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Signing off with love, Elena. Mm-hmm.